0: Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors, and ministers Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now today's message by Reverend Albert Okran.
1: Tonight is the Mother's Day edition of Springboard, and we celebrate all mothers. We honor all mothers, and let me start with the twins. Flora and Dora, Flora is the mother of comfort, and Dora is my mother. I want to celebrate you for your your great leadership, your personal example, and for your sacrifice. I would like to thank all the great women in our lives who make things happen for us every day. Of course, my own dedication goes to my best friend comfort and so tonight, who makes what makes a person a change maker? What do transformational leaders do differently? From the rest of the pack. If there is somebody listening tonight and you want to stand out and make a difference, tonight's program is dedicated to you. Send your thoughts about transformational leadership at facebook.com forward slash legacy.legacy or post them on my Facebook wall or just simply send them by SMS to 1422 across networks. In our Ten Commandments segment, we will summarize the thoughts of my guest tonight. He's well-traveled across the globe and highly respected as an authority in leadership. And so we will distill the Ten Commandments of Transformational Leadership from the thoughts of my guest tonight. Talking about which, my guest is somebody who is no stranger to this program. I think if I was to do a log of international guests who come through the program quite consistently, he probably will win it hands down. Professor P.K. Richardson teaches at the Manchester Business School as well as a number of institutions across the world. He will be in the studio tonight with us as we walk through the pages of change-making or transformational leadership. But let's start with our scripture verse for today. And as our custom, we want to find the location of this particular Bible verse which it talks about two things that every transformational leader will need. And so I'm going to give you the the passage and tell me where it can be found. The, the chapter and the verse and the first person to get it correct will get the book, the turning point, the turning point, how to seize the opportunity of a lifetime. And so let's, Matthew, should we give them the Lord Madiba and the Eagle? I think that's nicer. Trans, it's on transformational leadership. All right, so change of change of change of price We are giving you a copy of the lord madiba and the eagle and so here it goes the the verse is very simple if you've been following uh devotional on facebook you should know this one it says wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of your salvation the fear of the lord is his treasure now the place where we would like you to post the the bible verse chapter and verse Is facebook.com forward slash legacy dot legacy. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of your salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Where can this verse be found? And if you know where it is and you correctly put it on our Facebook page, legacy.legacy, we'll be very happy to give you a copy tomorrow of the Lord Madiba and the Eagle. Springboard is a thematic radio seminar committed to raising the new generation of African leaders and executives using the vehicle of human of human capital development. The broadcast is put together by Legacy and Legacy, your best bet for world-class corporate training, and your superstation Joy 99.7 FM. It is brought to you by the kind KT of ecobank the Pan-African Bank. And so this discussion tonight is about change makers. Sometimes people breeze through our lives and simply change everything and put things on a strong pedestal and bring about transformation wherever they go in every field of endeavor in ministry in business in education in health in different fields of endeavor one thing is certain that you would find ordinary people who go on to do great things because they dared to dream and they dared to believe what do these people have in common and why are they able to make so much of an impact when others just keep walking through life and wondering what happened to help us find out how we can become transformational in our outlook and in our work i have tonight in the studio somebody that we deeply respect and appreciate on springboard professor pk richardson uh, a well-known scholar teaching around the world also based at manchester and he'll be helping us understand what change making is all about but let's
2: first welcome you and um, welcome to springboard. thank you very much I good to see you again it's always a blessing to have you with It's us. wonderful to come over and see you so what what brings it what brings you to Ghana this time? Um, I'm sure you know about China Europe International business school. Right. I've been teaching for them for the last three years and uh, um, it's time for me to come and teach their corporate governance and ethics and I've been doing that since Friday. it's a four day program night till five and uh, I've done three days, uh, including today, and I'll do tomorrow, and that will be the end. And I'm looking forward to flying back on Wednesday night. You should be looking forward to staying here rather than going to Manchester. Yeah, I think what somebody must do is take my passport from me, and <laughs> then I will not be able to fly. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: And so, in your journeys across the world, what would you call... I'm sure you meet different people, people who are making an impact, people who are transforming society. What, what,
2: what, who would you call a change maker? A change maker is a person, and it could be a company, of course, um, a person or a company which um, establishes or makes a sea change in some affairs of humanity. A person who makes a sea change or a company which makes a sea change in some area of uh, human endeavor. We call a change maker or game changer sometimes. Right. And so in, in football, when
1: you are, you are, you, the, a game is deadlocked and you bring a player on and consistently that person is able to transform the game and let your team win, would you call that person a change
2: maker? Well, in the area of football, yes, you will. I mean, uh, I, uh, you remember Pele? People said I look like Pele. In fact, uh, several times I've been offered drinks simply because people felt I was related to Pele. He <laughs> made a difference, yes. This is interesting. Um, in Jamaica, somebody came to me and said, are you Pele? I said, no, he's my senior brother. I said, I'll buy you a drink. And he did. And at uh, Dubai Airport, uh, when I got to stand my passport, the guy looked at me and said, Are you Pele? Can I have a picture with you? And I smiled. So, yes, there are people who can make such a big difference. You know, we have a lot of people who are good. But these are so outstanding that they make such a big difference. And uh, we can call them game changers.
1: When we were young, there was... A term in Takradi called "intums." Intums is accidental success. Really, what it meant was that let's say you took a and, and let me still stay with football, which I love very much. Let's say you took a free kick and you scored a wonder goal. Yeah. Now, if you were asked to score it again, and nine out of ten times you are not able to produce that same result, if you if you caused a change once, but it is not consistent,
2: would you call such a person a change maker? Well, it's um, not in the skills of uh, individual people to show greatness in every area of human endeavor or consistently. Sometimes some people are like phenomenon. They appear, they make a big change, and they disappear. Some carry on bringing changes as they go along in life, but it's possible that somebody will make a big thing, one big thing, and not do any, and he's still a game changer. He brought something very, very different to humanity.
1: Let me let me push you further on this right. point on this point what about timing does that, is, is there a situational component that makes an, a single act so huge because sometimes the same thing could have been done at a different time but when it's done at a particular time depending on the significance of or what is at stake that thing assumes a new level of significance what role has timing got
2: to do with with, with being a change maker? Time and environment are most very, very important. Sometimes you do something today and everybody frowns on it. But 30 years down the line, that same thing becomes important. In other words, you are living ahead of your time. And if you can actually get the time right when people need whatever you bring out, then it becomes classic. So even um, the environment that you stay in, you... Come out with something brilliant in a village, people may not see anything in it. It's, it will be like casting pearls before swine. But that same thing in Accra, because people are exposed to perhaps more knowledge or more experience, and so on, it will hit them. So environmental factors are very, very important in game changing. Let us take a very good example, Steve Jobs. I mean, this is one of the greatest techies uh, we know about. But Steve Jobs, is syrian and if he had been brought up in syria perhaps we would not have apple the environment in america and the uh, it culture there and the land of the brave and the free and uh, you know a land that makes people uh, question things query things investigate things may have shaped him this guy born and bred in syria and lived in syria may not be the uh, Steve Jobs, we have today. So the environment is very, very important. Seventeen minutes past
1: the hour of seven. If you just joined us, this is Springboard of Virtual University. My guest for tonight, Professor PK Richardson, walking us through what it takes to be a change maker. The objective of tonight's program is to challenge the ordinary individual listening that you can be a change maker wherever you find yourself, and we will try to explore. What is the potential or what are the prospects of somebody who is ordinary, not having some great parentage or something, doing something significant? But PK, let's stick with the issue of transformational leadership. It's a subject that you, experts in leadership, speak about very often. Indeed, we do. Would you say that a change maker is the
2: same as a transformational leader? No, um, not necessarily. As soon as we use the term leadership, Albert, we are looking at some person and some followers. In fact, if you walk in the new turn and nobody is following you, you are leading nobody. Leadership implies that there is some followership. There are others. So a transformational leader is somebody who is leading some people on some journey of change some journey of prosperity, some journey of progress, and so forth and so on, leading some people towards that journey of paradise. But somebody can be a maker without having anybody else following them. In other words, they can be sold. And a typical example is one CNN hero. This guy is called Dr. George Bewele. He's from uh, Cameroon. He saw his father die because there were no doctors at that time to attend to him. And that led him into medicine. And since becoming a doctor, every weekend he goes into the jungles in Cameroon to treat people for free. There is no leadership because there's nobody following him. So even that individual is a change maker in that respect. So transformational leadership knows that there is some followership. But when it comes to game changers, can be sole or can be in group. If it's in group, the leadership becomes important, becomes important. If it's one person, there's no leadership. You cannot be a leader of one person.
1: Prof, would you, would you, what would you say to the argument of those who say, this person you mentioned who provides direction, who provides influence, who provides solutions to those people in the jungle can
2: be called a leader because leadership is not positional? Well, he doesn't go to lead them to achieve anything. He goes to treat them. Leadership is a process by which an individual... Influences a group of people to work with him to achieve some results. That's leaders. That's the definition. This guy only goes to treat them, so he doesn't go to lead them to do anything. He works by himself. He hasn't got any people following him. He has no subordinates. He's leading or enticing or influencing or encouraging or inspiring. No, he goes there. People come and he treats them and goes away. But he's still a game changer because of what he's doing in a village which nobody else has done before, not even the government.
1: Will the objective of eliminating disease and giving them the opportunity to live a healthier life be a good enough
2: objective that they gather around, and would that make him a leader? No, it doesn't. Right. If you look at the definition, as long as you're not influencing anything, anybody, to do something, leadership doesn't come in. What he goes there is to treat them and goes away. If he goes there to influence them, to work with them to achieve some other result, then he will be a leader. Leadership has always followers, and it's about influencing them to do things. In this case, he only goes to teach, treat them. It is twenty-one minutes past the hour of
1: seven o'clock. This is Springboard Your Virtual University. As you can hear, my guest is PK Richardson, professor of of management and leadership, and we are talking about change makers, people who make a difference. Prof, w- w- what will be the sig- what will be the characteristics of people? Who make a significant difference? What are some of the things that are noticeable about such people?
2: Right. Uh, For the purpose of our students in this virtual university, I noted a few points so that they can uh, maybe record or write down so um, for the future. Game changers basically are people who challenge the status quo. They receive wisdom. They usually think out of the box. The question they ask is, "Why can't we do it better?" Why can't we do it differently? Let me illustrate this with um, uh, Steve Jobs again. Steve Jobs says, Why is it that the only way we can input data into a computer is by a keyboard? Why should that be the case? Can't we have any simpler way? Can't we have another way? Hence the mouse. So these are people who are always challenging the status quo and thinking of better ways of actually doing them. They are usually very competent, they are knowledgeable, and they have intuition as well. And they combine intuition with hard facts. You see, a lot of people work based on intuition. Intuition is some inner feeling. It may be right, it may be wrong. But said these chain makers actually combine that feeling, that God feeling, with hard facts. They also recognize the value of synergy and the power of collaboration. In other words... They, they go along the dictum of Mahatma Gandhi that I am because we are. In other words, they realize that one shall put a thousand to flight, but two will put ten thousand to flight. The synergy they recognize, and therefore they're able to get so much out of other people. They're usually very self confident people. And I remember my headmaster of Fadisada College saying that in this world, If you cannot put your hand on your chest and say, I am, nobody will say you are. These people have a lot of self-confidence. They exude self-confidence, so they're able to get other people to buy into whatever ideas they bring out and get them uh, delivered. They love innovation. They're always looking for new ways of doing things. They are very, very creative. And creativity is a word that has been abused by many, many people. Basically, I have a very simple definition of creativity. Creativity is combining the familiar with the strange. These are people who have their heads and their feet on the ground, but they will still think about the strange and see if something else can be done. And they also balance the short term and the long term. So they they have all these characteristics. They always think about ideas and what else can we do and uh, can I Contribute something that will enhance the prospects of humanity as over and so on. And as Albert, you know very well, every great thing comes from ideas. Right. Every great thing comes from ideas. So you look at people, you can actually put people in categories, three categories basically. People with simple minds. When they meet, it's all gossip. Aka That's what they do when they meet. Simple minds. And then you have people with mature minds. They talk about issues, you know. What's happening in Ghana? Things are not doing well. How can we improve and so on? Issues. But people with great minds discuss ideas. And it is from ideas that the great things of this world are actually made. And these are the characteristics of game changers. And so
1: would you say, Prof, that it is great people... With great ideas that bring about change or sometimes ordinary people with a very
2: great idea can bring about a change. ordinary people they, they you may have somebody in, in a village who may not have gone to school before but there may be a way of doing something in the village and this guy sits down to say we have done this for hundred years in this village is there any way can't we do it better he may not have gone to school but think about new ideas You see, there is something, the X factor you talked about, in these people that energizes them to look for better ways, simpler ways of improving the lot of humanity. And education and competence is a bonus. But even ordinary people can actually generate a lot of good ideas. I can give a lot of examples about people who have, uh, you know, become, we can describe as game changers, who have done wonderful things Right. And, and, and that's where I'm, I'm coming to, because I, I, for each of the people that we would
1: try to touch base with, the thing that I'm curious about is what made them different. And I'm sure they're listening tonight. If there's somebody listening tonight, the idea is that as they listen to ordinary people or people who have been able to make a difference and they are able to distill the secrets or the peculiar characteristics that made them succeed, it is likely to become a point of inspiration or influence for several of our listeners to also step out and live out their dreams. That's right. Um, In the past month or so, we've been bringing into the studio um, a number of ordinary people, some of whom had disability but who have dared to say listen, I can do something and they've gone on to do things that have gained international recognition. And one question I've been asking especially those who had accidents and encountered some setbacks and were able to bounce back and make a difference. One question I've been asking them it's, it's a very tough question, but I ask it over and over again. Would you say that you are being even more productive now after your adversity than before? And the answer has always been yes. And it brings home the fact that a certain kind of thinking is conducive to creating a change. So, Prof, walk us through some people who have been able to make some change and, and, and
2: let's see if you can distill some commonalities. Yeah, Um. the first point is... Um These people sometimes learn from others. You see, if you live in an environment where if people get disabled, they stay the same way. You are born into that system. That's what you see. Everybody who is disabled lives the same way. So you become disabled. That's what you know. But if you read about or go to an environment where disabled people are actually able to come up and do something, that encourages you, oh, after all, I don't need, you know, to sit like the other group. I can actually get up and do something. In other words, others become inspiration to you to do something. You may just read about American soldiers and the way they got injured and the way some of them become athletes and so on. That becomes a mind-opener for you to say, after all, something can be done. But until then... You are consigned to a situation where, you know, your mind and the environment tells you once you are disabled, that's the end of it. So the environment actually helps. What you read, what you see, what you talk about actually helps. If you live in Accra, you always see people who have arrived from America or whatever, United States, and they've come from um, all over the world. friend of mine, he lives in the village. We went to school together. I decided to become a primary school teacher in the village. Now, in a village, he doesn't see anybody who has just arrived from the U.S. That will you know, inspire him to also see, to go and study abroad or travel and see other places and so on. But if you live in Accra, if the same guy came to live in Accra, he'll be meeting all sorts of people. I just came back from Washington. I've just come from London. And that will inspire him. Hey, maybe it's about time I also went to London to see the place, if only to just see there and come back. So it is very, very important that we expose people to new ways of doing things so that they can also aspire to tap into that otherwise they consign themselves to whatever they see around them if it's you are doomed because you are disabled because that is the environment you live in you'll be doomed if you put you in an environment where disabled people are able to do great things chances are you'll pick it up and also do great things
1: It is 30 minutes past the hour of 7. This is Springboard, your virtual university. My name is Albert Okron. My guest is P.K. Richardson. We're talking tonight about change makers. What What enables people to make a change? What is it about people that enables them to defy all odds and live their dreams? We... I'm sure we know about the Mandelas of this life, the mm-hmm. Mother Teresa's of this life, we know about the Nkrumas of this life. These are big names, and very often on the huge political or national or international platform. But are there common attributes between those Nkromers and also ordinary individuals in our communities, in our schools, in our churches, who are making things happen for people, selflessly just giving of themselves to make things happen? How does some... Uh, somebody listening tonight, step out and also make it happen. And that is what we are talking about tonight. If you have your own thoughts, share them with us on facebook.com forward slash legacy.legacy or send it by text 1422 across
2: networks. Can, can I give another example of a, a chain, game changer who suffered disability and that engendered in her a desire to make a difference to the rest of um, the world. Right, go ahead. This woman was diagnosed with breast cancer and had to undergo mastectomy. Both you no, know, um breast taken away. We all know that breasts are you know the features of a woman very, very precious. So it's very traumatic for a woman to lose her breast. And that haunted her for six years. Then she said, Am I gonna die because of this? She roused herself up and set up a charity to support other women who went through that. And she was actually honored by CNN. The adversity became a strength to help others. There are others also wailing and crying. I have turned my life around. I'm having a great time, and they can have a great time. This woman is called Beverly Hills. And she's big name, supporting women all over the world who have breast cancer. She's become a game changer right do you want to be a game changer tonight what do you want to
1: do what are you thinking of that can help you transform the lives of other people let's talk tonight as we talk about change makers with my guest professor pk richardson Um prof game changers transformational leaders um, what do you call um cha- what we call change makers are they born that way or do they learn
2: to become i i think they develop to become what they are, or they are developed. They can develop themselves, or somebody develops them. Um, when I teach leadership, especially in the Middle East, this issue comes up. Excellent leaders. We're talking of in politics, people like Mandela, people like uh, Mahatma Gandhi, and then in business, you talk about Jack Welsh, you talk about Percy Barnabik, you talk about uh, uh, Indra Nui of Pepsi, uh, as uh, Will Jones of L'Oreal and so on. Are they born They're so good, Percibana? You know, Jacob. Are they born with these girls? And it always comes up, and students always ask me. But the answer is simple. No, these people learn to be leaders. Leadership can be taught. Leadership can be learned, because you see, the example I, the explanation I give is this: when you have, let's say, three children, Albert, first one is maybe a boy second one a girl third one is a boy right the first one may be very quiet always sitting in the corner reading his book he doesn't worry anybody he doesn't want anybody to worry him second one may be a girl and yet she may be very technical you give her a toy she breaks it apart and puts it together everything she sees she wants to open it and see it and so on you get the impression that this girl is going to be technical Some, some somebody in the future now the last boy Is only two years old. Every time daddy comes from work and leaves his shoes there, this small boy puts his little feet into the shoes. He's operating like daddy. Two years old. And when they go to play out and the football goes over the wall, he orders the big ones to go and bring the ball back. He's only two years old. So you look at this young one, you know, compared to the two bigger ones, and you say, there seems to be some leadership in this boy. The way he behaves, he's always telling people to do things but let us face it if this young boy never goes to school if he stays at home just fed and clothed till he's 35 can he run legacy and legacy impossible in other words even though there seems to be some latent x factor in him it must still be developed and excellent leaders a lot of them have actually become who they are because they learned it from other people leadership can be taught leadership can be learned 25 minutes to the hour
1: of 8 o'clock. Leadership can be taught and leadership can be learned. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to Joy 99.7 FM for joining us on this journey. We're trusting that tonight an ordinary person listening can believe that your dreams are possible and that you can do something to bring about a change. Uh, my guest for tonight... Professor P.K. Richardson of Manchester Business School and several other institutions across the world, and he's joining us tonight. Later in the evening, I'll be asking him one more time about the Festival of Ideas. Every year, somehow, some way, we get to squeeze to have him around, and he's been around quite a few times, and anytime he happens to be in town, he makes a significant contribution to the Festival of Ideas. He's spoken on the platform a number of times, and I'm going to be asking him what he thinks the impact of such events is on growing leaders particularly in the corporate sphere but tonight you're talking about transformational leaders, change makers, people who make a difference in their communities what are the attributes and what do they do differently from the rest And um, Prof, yeah. very often when you meet people who look at a situation and they want to bring about a change, they want to do something radical, they want to say yes and change everything at once but There are two schools of thought. Some say that incremental change or organic change, step-by-step change, is long-lasting. Others say that it will never bring about the difference that we desire and that we need revolutions. High-variance situations need radical and revolutionary changes.
2: What is your opinion about what is needed? I think both of them are important. It depends on the situation. There are certain situations where... Uh, The only solution is radical, because incremental will not work. If you want to um, change um, a situation uh, where people are dying, for example, you cannot say we'll do it gently. It must be radical. So you look at the situation and you determine what sort of strategy will be appropriate. In other words, you need to get it wrong. You see, even when you look at business um and business strategy and uh, delivery of results and so on so by companies strategy imp- uh, 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 f- you know facilitation strategy formulation is important but strategy implementation is equally important in other words you can get the strategy formulation brilliant and still blow it on the implementation side so you need to look at the situation and say what sort of strategy will Hit this situation well, and how do I implement it? And if it needs radical implementation, so be it.
1: So, you're saying that when there is an epidemic, it doesn't require slow but sure no, step by step right. leadership.
2: That's right. And then you have a leader who's uh, causing big harm, for example, Mubutu Seseko. If you allow him to stay for 30 years, by the time you decide to make any change, the country is gone, and there's nothing to change. Do revolutions succeed? Some do, some actually do, and it depends on what you call revolution. Sometimes it can be mindless, you know, killings because somebody feels that things may change. But if it's the, the 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 basis of the revolution is to get some wrong righted, then then it's worth it. In the process, some people may die, but ultimately. We get a good thing. Sometimes people must sacrifice. Our Lord have to sacrifice for us to be saved. What are the characteristics of revolutionary change? Basically, person group of people who believe that things are very very wrong and they need to be corrected, and um, the only way they can do it is by revolution. If you want to talk to me, but is a circle to change. It will never happen. You may have to get rid of it. Are there revolutions also in business? Oh yes. Um, but in, in a different sort of way. Look at Boeing, for example. Boeing used to make DC 3s and airplanes and so forth and so forth, airplanes that would do five hours of flight. They came to the conclusion that there must be a revolution in air flight. So they developed the Boeing seven four seven, which was the first aircraft that could do eight hours non stop. And it changed the whole of no the the the, the flying. Industry, it changed everything. Now we can fly from here to China and stop for 12 hours, but they were the game changer. And that, of course, they were marked by the DC McDonald Douglas DC 8, but they actually set the pace, they, they developed something which had never been done before.
1: Right? I was listening to BBC today, and they were talking about building a, a building that is a kilometer tall one kilometer tall. Wow, and I said this is going to be serious. The only thing that they were grappling with was the lift. How to ensure that the lift can function non-stop? But one kilometer tall. Thinking science, science innovation is breaking new frontiers. I'm going to give you a chance on the phone lines to contribute to this discussion very shortly. But before that, PK, let's talk about the festival of ideas. This right. year, we are talking about strategic repositioning. As as a group, our focus this year has been on repositioning, and we think that is critical of companies. Of individuals, of companies, of nations, of organizations and so we have been consistent on the springboard ratio our theme was repositioning with the focus on the individual in the area of their careers, their business and their finances. Now in the festival of ideas we want to focus particularly on strategic repositioning and the theme is grounded or or, or is based on the fact that many companies are really struggling to have a strategic outlook because the, 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 the fundamentals on which the plan are changing every day. You make yes. your business plan, you make your strategic plan, and the, the variables are changing every day. So some have resulted to, to just operational efficiency or pro- probably even pure survival. But want to bring together great minds and great leaders to show business leaders, NGO leaders, and corporate leaders how to hit a moving target in a volatile environment, how to keep making it happen. What do
2: you think? What do you think about that? Right. um, uh, Let me take you back to the first 25 years of the post-war period. The world economy was growing consistently at about 2.5% a year. The cake was getting bigger, and we didn't have globalization. It was a jolly good time to run a business. To be a manager was great. And those days, strategic planning was a 10-year horizon. Because if an environment is not changing, you can have a horizon of 10 years and plan but since the 1980s we move into this era of globalization and the world changes so fast that you cannot even forecast six months not to talk about 10 years so strategic planning has become very very difficult you plan you're going to do something the next one year and within three weeks something else has happened to hijack and destroy everything two weeks before september 11th actually happened continental airlines ordered 20 new aircraft. Within two weeks, something has happened. They had to go back and say, sorry, we canceled the contract. So how do you run businesses in this very volatile environment? How do you plan? Of course, you need to plan because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. There's no doubt about it. You cannot run things ad hoc. But what you need to do is to make strategic planning flexible. Your strategy, you know, for maybe the next one year should have some flexibility. In case, you no know, some scenario plan must come in. In case this doesn't happen, there must be a plan B. And that is the only way to succeed because you can never hold <laughs> the world, you know, stable for you to do your one year. This is the way we're going to go if everything goes on, as we know now. But in case anything changes, this is plan B next
1: week I'm going to bring you some details about the festival of ideas but the date you want to block is the 14th of August Thursday the 14th of August It's a gathering of great minds from morning till evening different segments very very concentrated thinking and it's going to be really a festival of ideas because some of the new thinking that is emerging is absolutely mind-blowing and in that kind of environment with leaders from different fields gathering just one idea can change everything and that is why you must be at the festival of ideas it's on the 14th of August, Thursday, the 14th of August 2014. Just block that date and plan to spend the day with other leaders looking for solutions to take over the future. I'm going to be sharing with you at the end of this program 10 commandments of PK Richardson, 10 ideas about change makers that you should be thinking about. But for now, I want to open the phone lines. Are you a change maker? Are you trying to make a difference? What are the obstacles you are facing? What do you think makes you a unique person in your community that can help you make a difference? Call into the show. Let Let's talk the number to call zero three zero two two one six five four one are you a change maker do you want to be a change maker what are the unique attributes or characteristics you have that make you think you can make a difference in your lifetime share with us what you are trying to do and let the whole world know how you can make a difference he- hello good evening hello good evening good evening sir your name where are you calling from good evening from Manchester. Good Stephen, how are you i'm fine Steven, are you making a difference in your community? Yes. And I, as an emerging leader, I think that this uh, program is very instructive, given that uh, it doctors into the opportunity um, that he made today, that it doesn't make sense to travel outside this country by leaving the problems here, whilst we expect that everything gets done by some people. So it's important that we apply ourselves in that direction. Thank you very much. So Stephen is talking about local solutions to the issues that confront us. Right. Calling into the show, let's talk about transformational leadership. Hello, good evening.
2: Hello, good evening, sir.
1: Your name and where are you calling from, please?
2: My name is Nana Sam. I'm calling from Accra, here.
1: Nana, tell me, are you a transformational leader? Are you making a difference?
2: Yes, please. But first of all, Professor was my lecturer at uh, China-Europe International Business School in 2011.
1: Right. We celebrate his gift, and he's here with us um, tonight. So tell me, one thing what one thing have you learned from Prof over the years or tonight? Okay, I learned a lot. But one thing I always uh, stand for is uh, the
2: change-making. I mm. always want to make, I want, always want to uh, bring change in, especially the youth. So now I have created uh, an NGO called Center for Entrepreneurs, right. which I train entrepreneurs Especially at the secondary school for free. So that's what I'm doing now. So you
1: are making a difference by mentoring secondary school students? Yes. Right. Enjoy your evening and God bless you. Hello, good evening. Alright, whilst we wait for the next call, let me remind you that the, uh, Arison Elom is the winner of our Bible verse contest from Isaiah 33 verse 6. Arison, you are the winner and we'll be sending you a copy of The Lord, Madiba, and the Eagle. You posted your thoughts on facebook.com forward slash legacy legacy. The winner is Arison Elom on Facebook. Hello, good evening.
0: Hello, good evening,
1: uncle. Your name and where are you calling from, please?
0: I'm Nuruddin, calling from Shikora.
1: Nuruddin, tell me, are you a change maker? Oh,
0: yeah. I am a change maker.
1: Which area are you impacting
0: lives? Youth development, entrepreneurship and ICT.
1: Right. So tell me, since you are doing it already, tell me, what is the one big attribute that is helping you make a difference? I think it's about consistency. Consistency. Yes. You have to be consistent in it because it comes with a lot of challenges, especially as it has to do with social entrepreneurship. Right. Social entrepreneurship, it must be the challenge of raising money, eh? Yes. Right. So you have to just start with what they have, keep pushing, and then get the partners, because you can't do it alone. So when the issue of collaboration was discussed, I really felt, okay, I have not deviated, I have gotten the partnership, yes, and financial resources would not come, but you have the opportunity to learn from other expertise through right. workshops. Right. And that's where innovation also comes in. Let's take the last yes. caller. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Your name, where are you calling from, please? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm called Richard. I'm calling from Tenshi Tevibiano. Richard, tell me, are you a change maker? I am so great in my community. Wow. So, so great. So, w- great, what so have, great. What have you learned tonight from Prof that can make you a better person in your field? He, he said something. He, what he said that made me call this tonight was in life. For me, what I just saw is that you see the future to be tomorrow, but the future is today. The future is today. Today. Right. Day, so, that, is, that makes your future. Right, so we'll be keeping an eye on what you are doing and we look forward to seeing some very amazing things coming out of your life. All right, so I'm going to be bringing you the 10 commandments of Professor P.K. Richardson. And for yes. those of you who do not know, Professor P. Richardson lectures at the Manchester Business School and a number of other institutions across the world. He's a respected authority on leadership and management and he defined a change maker as an individual or organization that makes a significant difference in their community and so if i were to write a book based on his thoughts for tonight with the help of comfort amos and matthew these will be the 10 keys or the 10 chapters you're, you're writing a book for you that would be great okay so I'll, I'll ride the for, forward chapter one chapter one be positioned in the right environment So he stressed the fact that the situation or the environment is an enabler to transformational change. Some environments are simply conducive to making changes. He talked about Steve Jobs in that regard. Number two, a transformational leader often leads people on a journey to achieve a certain specific objective, and that is very important. The third thing he spoke about is curiosity. We must be curious, we must ask the right questions. And he said, change makers receive wisdom and think outside the box. They often challenge the status quo and provide alternative ways of doing things. And so that is number three. Number four, change makers love innovation and creativity. He says that they combine intuition but with hard facts. So, yes, they may have a gut feeling about something, but they also gather the facts to make sure they don't just follow their feelings and lead people into a ditch. Number five was about value, synergy, and collaboration change makers value synergy and collaboration he said he is quoted Mahatma Gandhi to underscore the fact that you can do something great but you will need to work with people so he says change makers value the power of collaboration that's what were called on the phone to talk about a couple of minutes ago number six is confidence he says be confident believe in yourself he mentioned is a disco master who said um, if you cannot say I am, nobody will say you are. So he says, change makers are confident and thus are able to get others to listen to and follow them. So if you want to make be a change maker and you are saying, I think, I suspect that I might just be able to, nobody will follow you. But when you say, I believe, I am certain, I am doing it, people will gather around your vision. Number seven he talked about ideas change making is all about ideas and he says an ordinary person with the right ideas will be able to make a huge difference an ordinary person with the right ideas can make a huge difference number eight is that adversity can often become an enabler to bringing about transformation if you look beyond your pain your discomfort and your challenges adversity can become an enabler to transformation number nine strive to lead others so that you can run people can run with your ideas strive to lead others so that other people can run with your ideas change makers are not necessarily born they learn to lead and then finally he talked about acquiring knowledge be a reader reading helps you get fresh insights about how to solve Problems as is uh, our custom, we will post these thoughts on facebook.com forward slash legacy, and also on my Facebook page and Comfort's Facebook page. Just get those thoughts, and if you have formed the habit of gathering these 10 commandments on on a regular basis, I am sure that you will just be equipped to make a difference in your life. And, um, P.K., before you go, Ennam Fyagbenyan says, Ennam Anthony Fyagbenyan says, the man in the studio should not be left to go. Please keep him for next Sunday show.
2: <laughs> that's what he said? <laughs> now that's a very funny word. That's <laughs> a funny funny we, we, Yeah. We and should and constrain and you and not allow yeah. you to go. We should okay. keep you for next I'll, week. Next week, okay. All I need to do is to pay 100 pounds. A penalty to kill him. And I can stay for one more I, I think that Enam en- 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 will just take care that. Yes one that's right.
1: No, no problem at all. Enam, can <laughs> I assure you that as for PK, if you are a regular listener to Springboard, you know that we will definitely get him to stay. It's not even about the cash. Trust me, we will definitely get PK back into the studio. And anytime time he comes, he brings something very, very special. I remember one of your programs on Who Stole My Cheese? I think it's one of the most demanded programs that you have done this year. One of these is who we'll play back that's a right. very old edition of PK on Springboard. And so let me give you the thoughts of Manuel Oselu, who says, "I think a change maker is somebody who is very innovative and a problem solver." Stephen Afaji, writing on Facebook, says, "Game changers have unique attitude. Like whatever it takes, they stretch themselves to set new goals, whatever their challenges might be."
2: Right? Hey, uh, your final thoughts before we go in a minute? Um, it's it's been a pleasure, and uh, um, I uh, hope that people tuning in will take this. Uh, um, virtual university stuff very very seriously because what is actually produced here what is put on air, is as good as anything else that you can get around the world hmm. wow
1: what more can I say? Wherever you find yourself, if you want to bring about a change, learning is a continuum. It's a daily process of gleaning knowledge little by little. And as you listen to programs like this, you are positioned for an advantage and for influence. On behalf of Comfort, Amos, and Matthew, I want to say God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. My name is Reverend Albert
0: Okran. Good night.